Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us again. This is Diego Ochoa. I'm superintendent of the San Mateo Foster City School District, and I'm here with you on the One SMFC podcast. This is a program where we invite our friends, our coworkers, educators, and community members to talk about everything that matters to the San Mateo Foster City School District. And I'm really glad to be joined today by three of my colleagues here at the district office. I'm going to let each one introduce themselves, starting with Amy. I am Amy Rufo. I'm the Director of Facilities and Construction for the School District. Great to have you, Amy. Thank you. I'm Bob Price, a Construction Project Manager with the School District. And Bob, are you a regular podcast contributor? Is this your first time? This is my first time being a contributor. All right, well, you look like a pro. <laughs> it you. comes off when you, when you hear it right away. Hi, my name is Allison Proctor, and I am the board trustee for the San Mateo Foster City School District. Board president, I should say. Yes, you are the board president. And everybody knows who you are. Your picture's all over our website at all of our school board meetings. Allison is opening them, closing them, getting everybody's vote. Um, she plays a very important role in the district. And one of the things that's exciting about our topic for today is that it's all positive. It's all really great stuff that's happening. As you all know, the voters in... San Mateo and Foster City have been incredibly supportive of education over the last few years. And we recently had a big school bond project passed just a couple of years ago. Actually, um, it's already making a huge difference in the district, and it's starting with some very important HVAC or air conditioning and heating projects that are happening this summer. Amy, would you walk us through what the plan is for this summer? I know when people in our community drive by the schools, they might say, what on earth is going on? Because it's actually happening at a lot of schools. So walk us through the plan for this summer. Sure. So since our summers are on the shorter side, we've actually started construction um, during our spring break. So for our HVAC project, we are adding air conditioning where we did not currently have air conditioning in the district at seven sites. Um, part of that project is also doing a PG&E upgrade to the sites. We didn't have enough electrical service, so we're having to create a new switch gear. Bring uh, Right now, if you drive by, there's trenching to the different wings so we can bring um, a larger electrical service to add in um, new heating and air conditioning to each of these classrooms. And that does seem, I mean, it just kind of surprises me, Allison. You've been on the board now four years um, and I know a lot of this work, you know, it starts like multiple years before. It is kind of crazy to think about in 2022, we don't have air conditioning at some schools, right? Yes, it's uh, it's kind of crazy to, to have that, but we're very excited that it's the work's happening and we're going to get up to date there soon. Yeah, because I, I'm sure you had a team of consultants five years ago that came in and spoke to the board and said, this is where your facilities are at, this is what's missing, and then you all must have said, well, we've got to get to work on a bond project. We've got to educate the public about this. And and so that process happened. And just a couple of weeks ago, when you drove around the district, I, the school that kind of stuck out to me was College Park. I drove up to that school multiple times during the break, and I thought, what on earth is going on? The ground was getting moved, and there's fencing going up. And, it, and that was basically preparation in a way for what's going to happen in eight weeks, right? Correct. And we're actually doing work at night right now as well at many of the sites, adding the duct work to the classrooms. So the contractors are coming in once the kids uh, leave for the day, working what we call a swing shift, um, just to get a head start on all the work this summer. 
working overtime, getting it, getting it done. I think you and I and the rest of the school board were also at Foster City just a couple of weeks ago. They're getting ready to put a big field in there. I know it's it's every day a different project is happening. And even after that, we went to George Hall. Talk about the project that's getting lined up for this summer at George Hall. Sure. So the project at George Hall is a new multi-purpose room. Um, we broke ground in February. And um, right now we're getting ready to start pumping concrete. So actually before summer starts, we'll start to see some steel coming up above that fence. So we'll be able to see a lot more action happening. That project includes um, a large multi-purpose room space that has a stage, a new kitchen, a servery, some support rooms, um, and then also an outdoor plaza. That's got to be fun too, Allison. Your your kids have gone to Foster City Elementary. I know that school had, was remodeled several years back, and they do have this big, beautiful mm-hmm. multi-purpose room. You're there all the time for the last five years. Talk about the importance of these multi-purpose rooms because it is a really big part of the district's plans. Yeah, I think the multi-purpose rooms, obviously, they um, have many different uses, but I think one of the things that is really nice is bringing the community together and, um, you know, being on campus at Foster City Elementary School. It's a large school, and so um, having assemblies in there where they break it up into multiple assemblies just because of the number of students, that's really great. We've done talent shows. We've done COVID testing. Like, it's really used for everything, so it's important to have um, that space for students and for families. And, you know, all the new employees that we hired this year, when we brought them on board, we took them to Foster City Elementary and used that room to basically get them all integrated into our school district. So they have that purpose, too. Even when kids aren't in school, we use them to bring staff together and do very important work. Um, Staying on the Foster City side of the district, um, we've got Bob here with us. Bob, Bowditch Middle School. I think when we all drive by it, we say, the school needs a facelift. Talk to us. What are the plans for Bowditch Middle School? Because I know there's a lot. Well, Bowditch is definitely on the on the table for a big facelift coming up soon. Uh, first off, we're going to be doing a drama and science building. They're going to be going on over where the uh, current uh, basketball courts are between the music building and the tennis courts. That's the first phase, and we're continuing to talk every week with the architects about the future phases, which is to go and build out more buildings there. We'll be building a new gymnasium, which will go over there where the shade structures are, where the current lunch area is. And then after that, we're going to be uh, building uh, classroom buildings and a new media center. And then we'll continue on with that theme of building a new school, slowly but surely. We're going to go back to the existing part of the campus and knock down a lot of the existing part and remodel the part that does, uh, does remain there. And I think that's what's sort of key about the Bowditch project is that it's going to happen in phases. So it's not the type of project where we chose to close the school to build a new one. We said, well, let's keep it open. Let's keep the kids coming to school, you know, year after year. But each year, let's take a different portion of the campus and really transform it because the kids that are going to graduate from there, promote from there next year and the year after and the year after that are going to say, this is a new school. I think that's sort of the the takeaway that the community is going to have. And um, one of the things that comes along with that is new athletic fields. We have some new turf fields going in on the Foster City and Bayside part of town. We're excited about that project. That project's also going underway this summer. And, you know, all of this work, I I really want the community to get that feeling because we're talking about seven different schools for HVAC. We're talking about a multipurpose room at George Hall, 
then we're talking about a lot of construction at Bowditch. But even in the fall, some of the schools that we have, Highlands is in the queue. Is that right? Correct. We've got Laurel in there. So if you just think about our community, we've got projects happening all over the district. And I think that's what gives people that confidence that they're um, that their projects are really taking shape and really moving forward. And um, I know, Allison, as a school board president, you um, this is something you all talk about quite a bit. Talk about the importance of these bond projects and you know what it's like to be a school board president in a, in a district that's doing this much work. Yeah, I mean, so I was part of the committee for the Measure T bond, and one of the things that was really important to the community, so we had a lot of support. Everybody wanted to see really great facilities, but one of the things that people asked about was, well, what's the timing? We want to see things happening right away. And so I think it's really great that we were able to kind of hit the ground running um, and get these projects going pretty quickly. I mean, the turf fields are happening um, and everything else is going to be happening over the summer. So I think that's great. Um, It's really important that we have really state-of-the-art facilities in our district. I think um, it's, it's important for students, but also important for staff to attract and retain top talent. They want to work in schools that they can be proud of. And so um, I'm really looking forward to what this is going to shape out to be. And I just, I want to thank the voters and our community for supporting these measures. Um, it's it's not something we could do on our own. And um, it does take time and there's some inconveniences. But at the end of the day, we're going to have some really beautiful campuses that um, we can all be proud of. And that's where we're going to leave it. We're thankful to these voters. We're excited for our staff. I think the kids are really going to be the huge beneficiaries in it. It's all moving forward. So thank you for joining us today on the One SMFC podcast.